From the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We are the Forum for the Fan. The Bleed Blue Show. Now, here are your hosts, Steve and Chris. Yeah, we are the Forum for the Fans. Bleed Blue Show. Conference Championship Sunday. We're going to talk some football. Uh, man, I don't know how we could top last weekend, Chris. There's no way this weekend is going to be better than last week. No. Right? no, no, there's no way, man. Last last week was the absolute best week of football I've seen in my life, man. Where every game went down to the mm-hmm. wire. It was thrilling. Um, one was not better than the other. Although I had some really loving fun with uh, with uh, a couple of old-time, old-school quarterback going down. I love that part. But other than that, you know, it's uh, it was it was fantastic. I hope this can it, it even approach it somehow, some way, this, uh, this upcoming week, man. I mean, this upcoming Sunday, I should say. I, should, I, I really hope so. It should be yeah, good man. games, but I just don't see – I just don't see how it could be topped because, like you said – if you if you, if it's coming from you that these are the best games in your lifetime, it's definitely the best yeah. games I've seen in my lifetime. I mean, if that was man, that is as good as it gets, man. What was your favorite one of the weekend? We're gonna get everybody's opinion on last oh, weekend oh, games too. I, I gotta hold on, hold on. Before you talk, before you talk, before you talk, I know. Hold on, hold on, man, hold on. And I know people want to talk about the new hire with the general manager. We're gonna sprinkle that in little by little throughout the episode. We can't. Go full blue, big blue. This is about football. This is about the teams remaining. But go ahead and continue your thoughts, and then we're going to, you know, we'll work this out. No, I just really thought that Buffalo showed a hell of a lot of character, man. Oh, that and was terrible, Buffalo, man. The, the, Bills, the Bills have just, you know what they really did on Sunday? The Bills told the whole world, yeah, we ain't going away. We're going to see y'all for the next 10 years just like this. And we knew they were coming. We knew they were building something special over there. Of course, some of what they're building, we're going to get. But we knew they were building something, something over there. And they're going to continue ask you to this. do that. They go, mm-hmm. Let mm-hmm. me ask you about the Bills, about the Bills. And then we'll bring on the stakeholders and we get into this football. Let me ask you this on, on the Bills aspect. Is this the wor- Was that the worst moment in their team's history? Or are you going to probably go to the Y right game when they lost to us in 90 uh, in Super Bowl, uh, what, 25? What do you think was if worse? If I'm a Bills fan, probably because of the, the attitude Um, wow, that's that's interesting. Um, let me see. If I'm a Bills yeah, fan probably. and I'm I don't know, sixty years old, wide right is the worst. Okay. Yeah, if yeah, I'm yeah. forty years old, if I'm forty years old, I'm really, I'm really, I really cannot stand the Cowboy games back to back those years. Okay, but if I'm if I'm a um, <laughs> a Generation Z cat. Young and upcoming, loud and wild, and you know, I'm I'm, I'm dying dying hard for these these Buffalo Bills. I would say Sunday was the worst feeling ever, and I cannot stand um, Patrick Mahomes just because of that. That I would say that was that was a mind blower because that that game was basically won. Um, <laughs> no, just the ending, just just the ending, just 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 the last let's say it wasn't even a whole five minutes. The last three minutes of that game was just enough to put you in the coronary and get you admitted, man. I mean, wow. And But I do know, I, I would say that was, yeah, that was heart-rendering. They're, they're still talking about that in Buffalo. They're going to talk about that throughout the off season. They're going to yell and scream. Oh, yeah, they and they're going to be, every game is going to be a sellout from here on in. And watch out. They're coming, man. They're coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just, hey, hey, Chris, I, got, I, I have Ken – Deep in the Buffalo Bill roots, uh, they're they're still not over. They, I don't know how you can get over that because if I was a fan of that team or if that happened to my team, this, dude, I can't right. think of anything in our history that I could say. You know what? I, I I'll give you a perfect example. Then we bring on Carl and bring on Dave. Perfect example when we lost to the Niners and was that O two? We was in Candlestick thirty eight fourteen. We had the lead uh, yep. and we came back and botched the field yep. goal. That's that's probably the equal. In my lifetime, I can think of equal blunder, how we went out in that game versus how, you know, the Bills went out in the Chiefs game. That was whew, probably the same round, too. Um, that, was the, that was the game, Steve, where I actually cried. That was the <laughs> one that brought tears. 
You can't say things like that when I'm about to drink, man. <laughs> no, for real. That was the one. I, I couldn't believe it. Because at the fourth quarter, you were – you know how you say, okay, yo, we got this one, man. Let me just – let's run in the store real quick or let's go out back real quick or whatever or let's check on the other game. That was one of those moments in the fourth quarter of that game. And all of a sudden, Wu fell in. Anyway, that's Jeff exactly Garcia. what there. That was – oh, boy. We ain't going to talk about that no more. Anyway, you got, let's, let's bring, before we bring the fellas on, I want to say one more thing. Let, um, I, This is a KG uh, YR type of thing. And y'all have to, have to excuse me, man. My, my allergies, man. I've been dead for two year, two days, actually. It feels like two years. Um, look, man, uh, I want to say this real quick. I want to just give this 20 seconds. Uh, I heard to get – I was asleep last night, so I, I missed the show, um, the Knicks show, but I heard it this morning. <laughs> I want to give big ups to the cats that Dominic and, and Mr. Live that were on last night. Look, man, uh, we need more than we, well, there's no chemistry on that team, and I, we need to fix it. I will be on next week to address that. That's all I want to say. Fair enough. We have no chemistry. We cannot. We don't have any chemistry, and it's killing me. It's killing me, bro. Killing well, me. We have a we have a post game next Wednesday versus the Grizzlies. Come on through. We we're talking um oh, trade. Oh, uh, come on. Look at week. look at the way don't Look at the way that team is playing. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Everything is, is is on all cylinders over there. I just wanted to say that. There's my 20 seconds of NBA on the, on the Giants, show. But let's bring the fellas on, man. At the C notes, especially Carl. What's up, Chief? A pleasant good evening, Carl. gentlemen. It's uh, good evening. Championship Sunday. Championship Sunday coming up. One of the best days uh, out of the calendar, if not last week. <laughs> And uh, Cowboy oh fans God. still trying to figure out what the hell happened two weeks ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Carl, was that okay, the best look. best games of your lifetime as well last weekend, or what, where would you put that? And then you know, you know, we're going to ask all kind of fan level questions and how. You, what was your thoughts when you saw it? You know those games. Oh, best weekend, best weekend of uh, I can remember. I missed I missed the first half of the of the first game uh, Saturday. Uh, which actually turned out to be a, a tremendous game, um, but I listened to it on the radio on the on the way on the uh, since I was driving around. But each game built on the other, and it all culminated on that Sunday night. Um, which, if you thought the first three, you know, were riveting, that one took the cake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. We're going to follow up with those questions on all the rest of this episode, man. Stay, stay right there. We'll bring on Dave, get his thoughts. Dave, say hello real quick, and then we're going to go right back to Carl. Dave, what's up? How you doing? What's up, guys, man? It feels good to be back what's on the call, man. I just been, hey, I'm doing all right, man. I just had some family issues the last 30 days. so But I'm back on. I'm okay. happy to talk football. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. But, yeah, I'm ready, man. But my, my, my game, that was a great – all four games was amazing, but – um, I just love seeing Aaron Rodgers lose, so that was my best game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it. I know it. I felt the same way, man. <laughs> hey, I gotta tell you though, Dave. Uh, Brady scared me. He really did. He really did. <laughs> <laughs> oh Brady! Oh. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If Brady would have won that, if Brady, if the if the Niners would have won that game, I mean the Niners. I mean, if Tampa would have won that game, they would have went to the Super Bowl easily, man. I, yeah, that was insane, man. <laughs> God, I'm thinking about yeah. Stafford almost gave that game away, boy. <sighs> See. At, he has a lot to prove, especially in this game coming up. We're going to talk about that in a minute. So hold up, Dave. Got, we got Before we bring Carl up and everything, I just want to tell everybody, check out – Just oh, excuse me, man. I'm sorry. Got phlegm and all that kind of stuff. I'll try to be a little clearer. Uh, check us out. This is the Bleed Blue Show Conference Championships Sunday edition. Steve and Chris, we on um, all kinds of um, social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Google, the Bleed Blue Show, Bleed Blue Show, Bleed Blue Show, 929-477-4171, Carl at the C-Notes. Well, um, Steve, you had a question for Carl. You were getting ready to say something or whatever. Yeah, um, man, it's really loaded. So, Carl, uh, we could just, you know, we could freestyle, man. Um, 
you know, we're going to start with the first game. We're going to start with the ASC championship game. But also, you could, if you want, man, recap anything you want to talk about from last weekend games. Matter of fact, like I said, you go, if you want to sprinkle in with the new GM hire, feel free. If you want to talk a little bit about that with our squad in-house sit, feel free, man. Uh, Bengals and Chiefs, man, I mean, I, I mean, it's going to be good. I think they're going to be good games. There's no fucking way it could top last week. Last week, like Chris said it, Carl, Carl said it, Dave said it, they, no way. I mean, it's like, you know how you get that movie, like The Matrix, you know, shit was great, then the next Matrix come out, they ain't as great, that's what this weekend is, that's what this weekend is, man. There's no way you could top it. But go ahead, Carl, Uh, what's your thoughts on Cincinnati, Kansas City, other games in the uh, past weekend, and then if you want to talk about the Giants, high five. Yes, no, no doubt. Um, You know, this is the KC game I I find very fascinating. I know they they faced each other a couple weeks ago. And uh, Cincinnati won that game to win the division uh, that day. And, you know, right. Joe Burrow that, um, that afternoon, they came back. I believe they were down 20 to 14 early in the, in the, or late in the first half and then rallied to, uh, to win the game. There was that crazy sequence uh, at the end of the game where they were trying uh, to bleed out the clock while scoring and not giving Mahomes time to drive the ball down the field which as it played out and as Buffalo found out the hard way, that actually was the correct play because you never want to give the Chiefs any kind of chance, any kind of life. So I, I think there may be a letdown for the Chiefs. And even though it's the championship game, I think it's only natural. I think there was some stat that came out uh, this week where teams that win in overtime in the playoffs are like 7-20 and 20 the very next game, the very next week. And it hit, I was like, oh, really? So that's something to keep in mind uh, this week. And Cincinnati has the players on offense to, to, to score. I mean, this is not like Cincinnati's coming in as some sort of, like, you know, crazy underdog team that has no chance. Like, no, like, they're really, really good offensively. And I think, well, I, I actually, did I pick them? The way? No, I picked them with the points um, this, this week. So I, I think the game is going to come right down to the finish. Um, one thing that stood out to me this weekend, and it was one overarching theme, um, there is this myth, and it happened in the Cincy-Tennessee game, the myth of if you build the right team around the quarterback, the quarterback can just sprinkle, be sprinkled in and you can be successful. Ryan Tannehill this weekend showed why that logic is false. They've got the running back. They've got the receivers. They got an offensive line. They got a defense, and it was him that gave them that gave away the game. Okay, the same a similar situation happened last year where they didn't trust the quarterback, even though they scored I think 500 points last year to convert fourth and one at the 40 yard line in the fourth quarter. They punted the ball and never got the ball back and lost the playoff game. So that told me something right there that you know the idea that you can just build a, a, a perfect team and just have the quarterback, you know, do a couple of things and win, not exactly true. And the game on Sunday night also told me, the Bills and the Chiefs, that you know what, you can't come to this NFL with a, with a 9 mil, mil, millimeter when the other guy's got a Glock. Like, you watched the quarterback play that night with Allen and Mahomes, and you're going to see with Burrow this coming week. Like, if you don't have one of those dudes – you can talk anything else you want. I'm sorry. Not, not, you're not going anywhere. I know the 49ers are trying to do it with some smoke and mirrors right now, but eventually, and that's the reason why they drafted that kid that's sitting on the bench, there's a reason why he's there. You know, eventually mm-hmm. you've got to have a quarterback to make the right plays and be able to carry you in the event that some shit goes wrong. And we have it here coming up this week, and with, with at least three of the quarterbacks in the game, we'll see what the 49ers do. Um, you know, coming up. Uh, as far as the, the GM thing goes, um, I didn't listen to the press conference, um, mainly because I didn't care. Um, I really don't mm-hmm. care what he has to say, to be very, very honest with you, because we have been down this road before where there is introductions and platitudes and we're going to do this and we're going to improve this and this is our process and we're going to show me. I feel like after 10 years of failure, you know what? Anything you say to me doesn't really matter. 
show me the results. And if you're going to, I guess, buy into we're going to, you know, build around the quarterback we have, okay, well, if you're going to do that, then at this point next season, if those results don't work, then that's already a strike against you. So that's how I feel about it. We'll see what they do with the coach. Um, I'm not a fan of Flores based on the stuff I've read coming out of Miami after he, after he was let go. It sounded like Joe Judge Part 2. Um, they probably want to go with the Buffalo guy, but he's not bringing Josh Allen with him last time I checked. All right, one more thing. Um, who do you got in the game? So you said you got Cincinnati with the points, you said, but who you, so I guess you got Kansas City winning, right? Um, you know, I'm going to take a chance. I'm going to say Cincinnati wins the game Sunday. Um, okay. And on the other side, um, I know the Rams lost them twice this season. There have been some – it was some unique circumstances around those games. Oh, but we'll, I we'll think get to that. We'll even, get to that. We'll get to that. Oh, okay. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll get to that. Yeah, sure, sure. All right. Um, okay. Let's go to Dave, get his thoughts on, on Cincinnati and uh, uh, Kansas right. City. And then if he has any thoughts on the general manager, too, behind that. Or even last uh, last week's games, man. Um, maybe we could spend a whole uh, week. Yeah, um, I just want to um, piggyback a little bit what Carl was saying about um, Tannehill. Tannehill is just like an Alex Smith, you know. Great team around him, but couldn't take him to the promised land, you know. Um, the GM, I mean, I, I listen to the conference. Uh, yeah, I listen to all the conference because that's, that's who I am, you know. But, um, but like what Carl said, you know, you know, the last 10 years, all we're hearing is a lot of talk but no action. So um, we just wait and see in the fall, see what, you know, what changes he's going to do because he has a lot of financial decisions he's going to have to make. Um, the Cincinnati game, the – um, I think KC is going to win, man. Um, it, and it's going to be because of Patrick Mahomes, man. Um, Cincinnati, like Carr said, they got all these weapons on offense. But this is Patrick Mahomes he's playing, you know. This ain't Tannehill. And, you know, they, Cincinnati's going to have to somewhere, somehow run that ball. Because if they go on a shootout with KC, it ain't happening, man. Patrick Mahomes, they're going to let that happen, you know? So that's so I think KC is gonna win that game. That, that, that's all I got for now. Okay. Okay. Well, um, well, I gotta tell you, Carl. Um, look, man. I, you, know, you know what? I totally respect where you're coming from. I totally respect where you're coming from. You're you're very wary of the same old, same old. They've been they've been. Promising you a freaking Cadillac, man, and giving you this lemon every year. And I was, hey, I, I've been witness to it. I see it. I see it. I see it. Um, bro, I am just w- way too invested in being a, a New York Giants fan to, to ignore it, though. That's my team. Win or lose, do or die. And, yeah, it, it hasn't been pretty. It hasn't been pretty. But I did listen to the press conference. I did check it out. I'm really, really interested in, in what I really love is the fact that this guy brings a new, totally new cleaner out of the organization, not a friggin' Stepford wife kind of attitude to this team. Okay? I like what's happening and what he could do in terms of his thing is, look, we're going we're gonna to build it slowly. We're going to take a look at everything we got. And we're going to play from there. And I really like that. He didn't come in here making any promises like a politician or nothing. He came in and he said, hey, look, you know, we got to look at the salary cap. We got to look at our roster. We got to we got to um, look at the, look at the draft. We got prep for the draft, and we're gonna we're gonna get everything together. And he gave a timetable, and I loved it. I loved it. And you know, you, we didn't get that previously from anybody. So that's good. As far as the coach is concerned, yeah, they're doing a lot of things over there. I don't know, man. I know. Uh, the ball got. Um, let me see. Flores was was today. I think the ball was yesterday, and uh, I think Patrick Graham was even one of the cats yesterday as well. Um, I don't know yet. I can't even give an opinion on that because I don't. It'll give me a clearer picture, like everyone else, on where where the hell we're headed. Um, I don't have a problem with with my homeboy Brian Brian Flores. I you know 
I know exactly what happened in, in Miami, and they called him to do he, – he basically wanted to do the job of a head coach, and they wanted to, him to be a puppet for the organization. And it ain't going to sit well for, for a guy like that. So I get it. I get that. So we'll, But that's, he may not even be our coach, so I even mentioned it. Oh, so the last thing is, um, <laughs> look, the Chiefs are at home, okay, with that fan base, okay, with that offense. You're talking about Trey Wayne's not being there for Cincinnati again and Eli Apple is being assigned to friggin' um, um, uh, my man Hill? Nah. <laughs> it's not computing to me. Um, Double team. I, that's, that's just not, that's just not, that, that, that ain't even feasible, okay? Um, I think this will be a battle. I think that for the most part, the Bengals' character thus far will allow them especially on offense with the, with that trio, you know, Chase, Siggins, and Boyd. You know, that's, that's and, and the fact that the Chiefs do give up a lot of passing yards, I think that'll allow, the, the first half will allow them to be very entertaining. Joe Mixon will have to be, have to run that ball constantly. He's going to have to have 15 to, to 18 touches in order for this to be effective for them. But my thoughts are, them, I, I'm not really sure they could pull this off. Okay, because pass protection is an issue for the for the Bengals, and you talk about Chris Jones, you talk about, um, oh man, I forget my other man that was all in in uh, Allen's face yes last week, the defensive end there, but uh, you know, blitzing them, blitz blitzing the Bengals, ah, that that can be. Ugh. I don't know. I, I think the Bengals will keep it close, and I think this game will be a little bit more entertaining than we think. But I don't. I'm not sure if the Bengals will show up in the fourth quarter of this one in that stadium on this Sunday. So I'm gonna have to give it to them, bro. What do you got, Steve Ozu? Well, well, let me. Why you don't think the Bengals could uh, play a, uh, a complete four quarters? What is your thought process behind that? I, I'm not saying they have shortcomings. I think this. I seriously think that. Look. They've had serious problems with play call and execution this year, especially always leading to a third and long, always. Look, watch, you know, the Raiders game, uh, the, the Charger game, uh, you know, always. You know, having being, being like that, it always crushes drives, it derails your momentum, and that ain't going to work against like an offense like that stack like Mahomes got, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and what happens is, you know, Early down issues that that puts Burrow in a tough spot all the time. Just ask him to extend plays and play hero ball. That shit ain't gonna work, bro. You know, depending depending. Hold on, depending on which Chiefs defense shows up, the one in the first seven games or the one in the last nine. Okay, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But you know what's crazy though, Steve? The the, the timing thing's true for Mahomes too. You know. Because he started off weird too, man. Remember he was throwing a lot of picks, and then but he also had a lot of drops and stupid ass, you know, flags and play calling. And he had to adjust too. But this is a different team. Both of these teams are different now, leading up to this point. And I just feel that because they're home in that stadium in that environment, that the Chiefs will probably eco a little bit more, and that will probably wear down a young team such as the Bengals. The Bengals ain't corny. They're just not what I would call seasons yet. Having said that, I see the Chiefs winning. I would, I wish the Bengals would win, but I'm just being realistic here. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, I think the quarterback play is going to be pretty good on Sunday from both guys. Uh, Joe Burrow, we all know, is uh, no stranger to the spotlight. I mean, the guy won a national championship. He got and he got yep. his number one wide receiver on this team. So we could talk about yep. Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. Well, hell, they got <laughs> they got Burrow and uh, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is a monster, man. A yards after yep. the catch, monster. I don't think no corner on KC can hold him. So that's going to be an interesting. No. Defensive game right. plan on that. I don't know anything about the Honey Badger coming back. They definitely missed him in the game last week. 
But That's right. Uh, oh. Now you brought up now, now on the flip side. I agree with you, of course. But they're going to double team Tyreek Hill. They're not going to allow him to run all loose like they did. They better not uh, run loose like they did last week versus <laughs> Buffalo. And now Buffalo was the number one defense in the league, and you saw how it got destroyed in that fourth quarter. But um, Cincinnati doesn't necessarily have a bend versus don't break type of defense. They got guys that could get after the quarterback now, whether they could. Uh, if they could do it consistently with um, Sam Hubbard, who had a big game versus Tennessee, uh, BJ Hill was doing okay in the, in the second half. You know, you know BJ Hill from the Giants. Yeah. Um, Trey yeah. Henderson, has, I'm still waiting for a big game from him, and he's had a very good year this year. He, this, this might be the game he he may get some uh, pressures or even some sacks, man. But uh, somebody like Jesse Bates, the the free safety, he's been an All Pro kind of guy. Uh, they're going to probably shadow Tyreek Hill over the top and make. You know, they're going to have to run that shit through Kelsey all over the middle all day. Now, what if somebody gets hurt? You know, yep. what if Kelsey gets knocked out of yep. the game? It changes the complexion of the game. So, you know, we all know that they got a whole bunch of wide receivers that um, outside of Tyreek Hill, you got Pringle, Robinson, uh, you know, uh, Hardeman, weapons yep. for days. So, yeah, it's going to be a long drain uh, for the defense for the Bengals. I'm with you, Chris, but – I don't think Joe, I don't think nobody is saying that, but I don't think Joe Burrow gives a fuck. I think they're going to go on there and show that they could they could try and compete with these guys. Uh, yeah, but at the end, I think KC wins this. Um, but I, I also don't think that Cincinnati's offense is a slouch either. It's really going to come down to the yeah. offense of the of the uh, the Chiefs wearing down the, uh, the the Bengals defense, man. Because I don't think for four yeah. quarters. And I and, and I think sometimes it goes a long way. We're going to get into the, in the next game when Carl mentioned about the Rams losing to the Niners. At some point, or it's usually it usually works out. The team that beats you in the year, they you usually don't get the revenge. You usually get the revenge. Right. Cincinnati had a nice right. comeback at home versus KC, who was winning convincingly, and and, and that was a mm-hmm. statement win for Cincinnati, and they kind of celebrated as like. I think KC, you know, yeah. they'll use that as motivation, man. You got to find when you've been down this road, what four straight AFC championship games, <laughs> like the Chiefs have right now. Like you got to find some sort of motivation, man, because they're on that that streak, man. They're on that, you know, we're 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 back in the dance type of deal, man. And, and I remember this was a franchise that I was never in this conversation ever in uh, what since the '60s. Now they're doing it consistently now. So um, they're going to try to milk it as much as they can. I think I got Kansas City winning, man. But but it, there's no way it can top uh, last weekend. Let's get into uh, the California game. Now, Chris, I got to preface it like this. And if you want to say something real quick before we go to Carl, I love rivalries between cities. Uh, I love New York versus yeah. Philadelphia, New York versus Boston, uh, Chicago, Detroit, this is it, man. San Francisco, L.A. This is it. I mean, we they know about the baseball. They hate each other, man. Like, <laughs> um, I mean, there's so many ways you could look at it because, remember, the Raiders left Oakland to go to Los Angeles, and it was a whole big beef in the 80s with that shit, and they never got the stadium, and they went back to Oakland. And, like, that whole, yeah. that North Bay shit, the North Bay versus Southern California, and, Dave, you could test it as you was down there in L.A., L.A. and San Fran, they hate each other city-wise. I mean, they, it's like a, it's kind of weird. It's like they love each other because it's California, but when it comes to the sports, you know, the baseball, uh, now even recently with the basketball, the Lakers and the Warriors and shit, they've been mm-hmm. popping off shit. Not really necessarily in the mm-hmm. hockey, but this is – like, Carl, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Those Niner fans showed out at um, uh, SoFi Stadium, man, uh, at the end of the regular season. There was a lot of Niner fans. I even saw that – on the news, the L.A. Rams was limiting <laughs> limiting tickets for the games, trying to prevent Niner fans not to show up. So um, that's going to piss off Niner fans even more. Chris, you got anything else you want to say about that? Just a high like high level fan level thing for that game before we? I know Carl's going to get into it, and we we'll get days. Talk about. Oh yeah, oh, the mean, Rams the game. game. Talking... Yeah, yeah, the game, oh, the I, city, I, I, either or. Look, what was it? Two weeks. Fellas, I think it was two weeks ago. Did they just play each other like two weeks ago? I think it was two weeks ago. Yes. Yeah. The, the Rams had a 17 nothing lead. It was, it was like oh, the game was over. That game was over. And Garoppolo, who I don't trust, 
okay? I'm not going to talk about that yet because I want you guys to chime in. Who I don't trust and who is 6-0 and against the Rams, by the way. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I have no I idea. I don't trust somebody who's 6-0. and I don't trust someone who's six and zero. If he's six and zero, how do you not trust him? <laughs> because, because I don't. Because Garoppolo just makes you nervous with his play. With, with his with his play, he just he just does. And he's been to a Super Bowl before. I, I, I don't even know. Well, look. All I know is they came back and they within in three minutes and they beat the they beat the Rams and that shit it's left a bad taste in the Rams' mouth ever since. So I know this game is going to be a classic, Steve. I just know it. I just know it. And, and oh, wait a minute. Now I think about Garoppolo, too, about three interceptions in that game a couple of weeks ago. I could be wrong. Maybe maybe three. It looked like it was three. I don't know. Go ahead, Carl. I, w- I wanted to hear how you, you know, I wanted, I wanted your take on this one. So this game is a hard game to read because I'm not going to use, like the, the narrative out there this week has been, Ah, the 49ers have beaten them six straight times. As if I guess that somehow means something. You know, four of the games were without the quarterback <laughs> that the Rams have now. So, what am I supposed to I'm, I'm going to dismiss the first four. And the two games that the 49ers beat the Rams this season, you know, there's some nuance in that, right? The first game, I think the Niners were 3-5, and five, were looking to save their season, and were at home on a Monday night, and they, you know, desperate team, you're at home, you win the game, and it works out that way. And then the last game of the season, did the Rams need the game? Debatable. But the 49ers had no choice but to win. If they don't win, there's a very good chance that they don't make the playoffs because the Saints were playing whoever it was that they were playing, and they would have been out. So I have to take that into account before, you know, coming, coming into this week. I'm just going to look at this game as a completely new game. Um, from from the other two, I don't think there's any level of momentum or any crazy nonsense like that that carries over. Uh, just at the line, I think it's a bloodbath, really. You know, the two defenses. You know, the, the, the way the Rams can get to the passer, and that's something that when we look ahead, at least for our team, if you can rush with four guys, you can make a lot of things happen. The 49ers did it to Green Bay last week. The Rams, you saw it, did it to Tampa Bay uh, on Sunday. Like. When you can create havoc like that at the line, it, it just changes completely what you can do on defense. There's no scheme around. There's no, no, no. Just beat the man up front. And this coming Sunday, I don't know which side is really going to have the advantage either way because both defensive lines are, are, are really good. Um, can Cam Akers not put the ball on the ground? I mean, Jesus. I mean, I, I don't know what was going on there. Does Stafford <laughs> have anything to prove necessarily? I mean, he – it was, uh, Stafford wasn't the one giving away the game last week. You know, th- three of the fumbles came from uh, Cup and Akers, and the only bad play, I guess, if you want to blame Stafford, was that the center threw the ball over his head. That's really <laughs> Stafford yeah, had nothing I'm... to do really with any of those things. So, like, if he loses this game, is it somehow like Stafford's fault? Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I, I think Stafford has done – you know, exactly what the Rams traded for him to do. They, they've got him. They're one game away from playing the Super Bowl at home. I think he's going to get it. You know what? I, I'm rooting for him because, you know, he was in Detroit all those years, had, you know, you know, put up a lot of numbers on, you know, empty calories on a bad team. But, you know, now that he's on the, on the Rams, he's showing, and especially in those last, in, the, in that game on Sunday against Tampa, he really showed that, you know what, this dude's a player. And he's been, you know, ever since he was in college. Like, this guy's been really, really good. And unfortunately, was stuck in a bad situation for 10 years. And I think he's finally going to get it, despite the fact that, you know, it's going to be an overwhelmingly high 49er crowd again, but maybe worse than it was the last time two weeks ago, <laughs> based on what I'm seeing on SeatGeek. Apparently, 40% of the tickets that have been online have been purchased by zip codes in Northern California, which tells me right off the bat – you're going to see a lot of red in the stadium. It's going to be like a college bowl game. And you know what? The Rams are just going to have to deal with it. And I think they will deal with it. And I think they'll, they'll finally, um, you know, they'll finally get, you know, the, the, the Super Bowl that they, you know, that they've been hoping for the last couple of years at SoFi. And for the 49ers, you know, eventually this Garoppolo thing is going to, is going to come to a head. You know, I, and that's why, that's why, you know what, guys? I hate when folks uh, use, court, you know, attach records to quarterbacks. 
like Garoppolo is this, has this record. You saw the game last Saturday. They give Garoppolo credit for the win. You watch that game. Do you believe he should have gotten, quote-unquote, credit for that win, but he gets, you know, another, you know, like, you, you come on. Like, we, we need to be better about, about evaluating quarterback win-loss records when you see some nonsense like you saw last Saturday. That's good, good, good commentary, Carl. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> All right. Dave, you up, sir? Uh, yeah, um, I, I think this game is going to come down on which team runs the ball, basically, I think, because um, – I put you back with Carl. You, Jimmy G, you can't trust that guy. He almost gave that game away last week. That's what I meant to say. Jimmy G almost gave that game away last week. Not Stafford, when I was talking earlier. Uh, um, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna come down to the running game, man. Who runs the ball? I think I think you know, like that front four. And I think you know, a lot of people are really underestimating that 49ers defense, man. You know, they, that defense mm-hmm. is good. That defense is, you know, Rams got the big names. You know, Rams got the big names, the big Hall of Famers. But the Niners, I mean, they they solid, man. And um, to me, in the NFC, man, I mean, the NFC West was the the hardest division, as you can see. It's the Niners and the Rams, you know, going at it to see who's going to go to the Super Bowl. So that was the toughest division. But I mean, it's going to be a good game. It's hard to pick, you know. Um, I I, I don't trust Jimmy G. But then I don't know what Stafford's going to do, you know, because it's going to come down to who runs the ball and which quarterback is going to make those critical third-down plays when they have to make it. And, you know, I think Stafford would – I would lean more to Stafford. But, man, I just – I like the way – I think Kyle Shanahan is the better coach than McVay, man. I think he's going to come up with a better plan. On, he, I think he's going to be more creative. And running that ball, and he's going to figure it out how to run that ball on those edges. And yeah. Debo Samuels is the real deal, man. And, and to me, I'm going to lean towards the 49ers as much as I want the Rams to win because I want to see Stafford in the Super Bowl. But I, I just have a funny feeling that the Niners are just going to break their heart at the end of the game because that's what the Niners do. They like to break people's hearts in that last quarter. And – and that goes down to – and that's going to show a lot with Kyle Shanahan, why he's a better coach than McVay. There's a reason that Kyle Shanahan beats McVay all the time. It's because he's the better coach. He's probably not right. – the record doesn't show it, but, man, look what he's done with Jimmy G, man. Like, can any other coach in, that I know besides Belichick could do what Kyle Shanahan has done with Jimmy G, you know, and containing him and, you know – so I, I'm going to lean towards the Niners, but as much as I want Stafford to win, but it, it, it's going to go down to the to, to the trenches, man. Who runs the ball better? And I just think Kyle yeah. Shanahan's going to have a better game plan. So that's what I got. And then I just want to piggyback, if you don't mind, on the Chiefs. You know, what I, when I was watching that Chiefs game last Sunday, I was like, man, you know, all year in the beginning, the Chiefs were struggling because the defense was playing cover two. And they were like, you know what? We ain't, we ain't going to let you – we ain't going to let Patrick Mahomes beat us deep. And guess what, man? These last seven games, six games, Patrick Mahomes figured it out. Like, I don't have to throw deep. I could just, you know, be creative with the slants and all that. And that goes back to, you know, Andy Reid Benanini. They figured it out. Like, we don't have to go deep. So that's why I think, and I know everybody's going to think it's a close game, and I'm probably, probably people going to think I'm crazy, but I really think KC is going to blow out Cincinnati. As good as Cincinnati has shown and all that, it's because Patrick Mahomes is on a different level now, man. This, this dude is a point guard, a shortstop, and a quarterback. He's seeing the field like nobody else could see the field, man. He's on a different level, man. You know, I hate to say it, but he is. And Joe Burrow, I think he's the next thing closest to Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, man. That dude, talk about staying in the pocket, getting sacked nine times. It kept getting up and just stay focused. That was amazing, man. That was amazing to see, you know. So they got a stud, but, man, I just want to say, Patrick Mahomes on a different level. He's seen that feel like no other quarterback is seeing that feel right now. Yeah. You're right, hey, man. 
you you're right on it, Dave. I tell you, I got to piggyback off what Dave said. Um, you know, look, Steve, um, the pass rush for the Rams. Von, Von Miller had a damn good game last week. And Aaron Donald, mm-hmm. you know, was Aaron Donald. They, they shut down Brady. You know what they did. You saw it. You know, and it's just not them. Um, Miller and Leonard Floyd and um, Greg Gaines and the other guy, Double O. They they were they were they were just, uh, just monsters, man. But you know what? I gotta go with Dave here. I I really don't see that shit working this uh, Sunday. You know because what what happens with the 49ers, they got a lot of guys that do a lot of different things well on offense, man. That Kyle Justin guy, he's just not a regular old fullback, you know. Uh, you know, he's got good hands. He, he uh, how do I explain that? He has this other leadership intangible that I like, man, you know, where he's always available to make that third down play for you. And on that and on that line, you also got George Kittle, who's a fucking scary receiving threat by himself and can block as well as some of the damn tackles in the league. And I'm not going against any team that has Devo Samuel doing just about every goddamn thing on the on, on for their offense. But you also gotta remember, man, that, that the Rams in the last what, six games maybe against against the forty nine, maybe six games. You know, those plays that I just mentioned, they just basically always outplayed the Rams players on defense. You know, it's not that they have a – you know, it's not like they're putting up a lot of points against them either. That's not necessarily the case. But they are able to put together long-ass drives and control the clock. And that reduces the kind of opportunities that L.A. has to score. And that's key when you get to the championship game level. These are matchups that matter, you know. Now, if they can keep Samuel in check, which I don't think they can, uh, they got a chance of really doing doing a little something here. But I think it goes down to that. What can can for the, the Rams already have a formidable defense? Can it hold up against this particular running offense? Uh, by the way, um, Jalen Ramsey, man. He normally could take away the best receiver on NFL team. I'm not sure if he's going to even be a fucking factor here in this particular game, just because of the way they mix, mix and match on offense with the 49ers. And uh, what did Dave say about, uh, yeah, man, I'm a little nervous. You know what? Yeah, I, I already said what I said about Stafford, but I mean um, about about um, Garoppolo, but Stafford does make me a little nervous too, okay? He's had bad games against the 49ers this year. All right, and I think he's got sacked five times the last damn game, you know. So between the pressure and the turnovers and the fact that he's got the world public spotlight on his fucking head because of where he's been and where, what he's got the opportunity to do starting Sunday, it might, it might be a little daunting for him. I'm not really sure. But um, I've got the 49ers winning this one. I I just really think that, they are probably coming in here saying that, look, we're going to let them punk asses take us out. And, and they are, they're going to probably run on all cylinders and get it done. It ain't going to be pretty. It ain't going to be pretty. It'll probably end up being 23 to 19 or something. But it's, and they'll need a field goal and they'll need a key turnover and a controversial play to do it. But it'll happen. That's what I'm looking at, Steve. <clears throat> okay. Um, I think of the four remaining teams left in the field, I think the most pressure is on the Rams because I think they've made moves throughout the season that this is a Super Bowl or bust type of team. Like if you look at their roster, um, they have they got Hall of Famers on their team, man. I mean, I mean, of course Kansas City does. Uh, 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 you know, Cincinnati's up on uh, on the way up, so it's too early to tell. But when you look at the L.A. Rams, I mean, every level, man, is Hall of Fame guys, man. Von Miller and Aaron Donald. Uh, Jalen Ramsey is probably on the Hall of Fame track if he, you know, keeps it up. And on, a, on the offensive side, um, you know, at one point we all know about Beckham Jr. He was doing very well before he got traded to the Browns. 
but he's still a viable receiver. Uh, receiver Whitworth has been there forever on the line. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is really they have to get to the Super Bowl, in my opinion, because after trading Jerry Goff, you know, who got to the Super Bowl and lost, you, you have to get there in this in your home stadium this year. Um, and the crazy thing yep. of all the names I named, the best player is Cooper Cup, or he's had the best season. He's had the best season yep. of all the guys on the. This is what makes it stack. And you know, he has some great yep. plays late in the game versus the Bucks. Uh, that set up the field goal. Um, Chris, we might have to put a cash out bet on this one, man. Uh, dollar bet, bro. We'll, we'll, we'll get offline. We'll talk well, about I, that, man. We'll talk about that. We'll talk yeah. about that. Because it's hard to go against the Niners because we know the formula. They want to run the ball, and they get Debo Samuel the ball. Brandon Ayuk, who had a very good game the, the last time they played him, I don't even think he didn't even play in the Green Bay game. And he had now if he plays, you know, you have more weapons with him, Jennings and them, Jennings and uh, and Samuel. But running the ball is like what they do. They got old Stone Age lineman Alex Mack is there. Trent Williams, a long time yep. Washington. All right. Washington football team would be politically correct. Redskin, uh, Washington football yep. team player. They got they, they want to run the rock, man. And this is Devo Samuel's team. They're going to get him the ball and they're going to convert. And he's a tough out. He's a tough. He, he's a tough yards after the catch kind of guy, man. He's like tops in the league when it comes to that. But I really believe. Well, I don't believe. I think. The Rams, they have, they have to win. I don't think – if this game is closed, I think the Rams are going to be feeling more of the pressure. Like, you know, Carl said, a lot of their fans are going to be going to that game. It's probably going to be more Niner fans than Rams fans because I don't think the Rams have reestablished a home base in this stadium yet. That's, that, right. that, that, that city is still a Raiders town. You know what I'm saying? And then probably mm-hmm. next is the Niners. You know, like there's a lot of Niner fans down there anyway. Um, yeah. But as far as X's and O's, um, I think I, I should be saying 49ers because they, they they got the front four thing going on, getting after the quarterback. Um, but let's talk about their special teams that won them the game against the night uh, versus the Packers. The special teams won that shit. Now, if they can duplicate yeah. that, secure field position and good punts and, and coverage, um, we'll see the status of Nick Bosa when he gets back and Listen, I should be saying the Niners, but this is really pressure on the Rams. They gotta get it done, dude. They got—I don't know, like yeah. what what else they could do. They went and beat the goddamn goat in his in the stadium. This is destiny shit right here, man. And, and the shit is in your home stadium. You gotta win this shit. Um, yep. I'm gonna go. Yep. I'm gonna go Rams. I'm not confident with that. We were doing confident picks. I probably that'd be a low number one because. The Niners have had their number, and they still haven't found an answer for Debo Samuel. And then you add in the Nick Bosa and, 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 and Armstead coming off that line, man. You know, Matthew Stafford could be prone to throw some picks, man. So, I mean, if he, as yeah. long as Matthew Stafford throws the goddamn Cooper Cup and their situational pass here and there to Hicksby and, and Beckham Jr., they should be fine. And remember, Jefferson is, is an underrated receiver for them too, man. They got weapons too. They got weapons too, so I'm gonna go Rams. Not confident with that, um, so we'll, we'll we'll see. Where we go. We can go around for final thoughts, right, Chris? Uh, anything else you'd like to add? Uh, something, Steve. I've been meaning to ask you something a couple of weeks now, um, and that's a very simple question. What do you think about <laughs> it happened that Aaron Donald and OBJ are on the same team now? That's no, crazy, isn't it? <laughs> we're back to back in the draft, right? Oh, I, shit, know, I didn't even talk since the draft. Damn, maybe we should have picked this guy. Maybe we should have picked. And now look, they... so yeah, to your point, they better win this motherfucking game. That's what they need to do. Well, All for right. Aaron Donald, I think like for a guy like Aaron Donald, who's been there and lost to the uh, Patriots, yeah. he's a Hall of Famer, man. This. He's uh oh, yeah. he's a, he's he's this generation's Joe Green man. He's got to win it. He's got to close the deal. Yep. You beat this team. Yep. They go to the Super That's Bowl in your home stadium versus a, 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 probably you know I think we're all agreeing it's going to be Kansas City. Can't assume, but we'll see. Beat yep. them. I mean, yep. you're probably getting. I mean, you, they might cut your years left to get into the Hall of Fame. Man, hey, you beat Brady and Mahomes in the in the same year. <laughs> oh, so yeah. 
Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So, Carl. Yeah, you know, as we say goodbye, you know, probably one thing to look out for, and it's something I thought about this week coming in uh, to the game. We could have brought it up last week if we did a show, but I was picking out a couple of players from each team that's playing on Sunday. We talked about Bates earlier, Logan Wilson on Cincinnati, Kelsey Hill, Fred Warner, Kittle, Cooper Cup, and uh, Brian Allen, the center of um, the Rams. You want to know what all eight of those players have in common? They were all not. They were all taken after the 50th pick in the draft. And that is instructional because, you know, a lot of talk, and we do it here on this program as well, you know, we talk about, you know, the mock drafts and, you know, the Giants in the first round, you know, what are they going to do with their first round pick? But as you see a little bit, if you go deeper into some of these rosters, at least the teams that are good, you know, it is the, the, the latter part of the draft where you get players that become, you know, the soul and the heart of the team. And those eight players on, I just mentioned are, are, you know, you know, they stand out, you know, they stood out. You watched them this past week. They've been standing out all season. They've been standing out for the teams for years. And, you know, from a giant's perspective, looking at these games coming up, you know, you want to get better, figure out a way to get players that are, um, that over exceed their draft value in rounds three, four, five, and six, like these guys. Because if you can't find those guys in that part of the draft, I don't give a damn what you do in the first round. And the Giants have proven that, you know, to a T. Mm. Mm. Wow. Okay. Dave. Thank you, Carl. At Fido. Thank you, Carl. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we go back, can I say something? Is it Carl real quick? Sure. Um, Carl, can you yes, take sir. a picture? I know it's, it's going back a couple of weeks. I don't think we discussed it, but I think I saw a post and used that. <laughs> used that a, a cow, a, a, a bar in Dallas when the Cowboys lost. Can you, can you, you know, for the for the fans on this platform, the Giant fans, and give it a little ease that the Cowboys got eliminated. He described the uh, environment when that happened, when they ran out the clock. <laughs> it made my moving to Dallas worth it when that <laughs> sequence happened. All I just heard was screaming of, ah! <laughs> and, and and for for about a good like five minutes, it was just like stunned shock, and folks then started to pay their tabs and walk out. I did not want to be on the road that night with those folks. Somehow <laughs> I, I was only on the road for like five minutes because I knew I knew it was going to be bad. Those crowd shots that they showed on television at the game. That yeah. was that is an accurate reflection of 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 what was down here. It was crazy. Damn. I know it's a mouth agape and the sadness and oh yeah, I remember that ape. <laughs> they signed up for this. <laughs> so hey, right. those, hey are, look, those I, are my we, people. Anybody They're my people. I got <laughs> I got to defend them. <laughs> I live with them. They're my people. I got I got to you know. Yeah, I got. I'm here with them every single day. But man, I was like, you know what? Hey, sucks to be you. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask one more question, Nicole? Before today, I'm gonna ask all you guys this as well, because we didn't talk last week. It was two weeks ago, and then I think this is relevant. As bad, I don't know. Y'all might feel different. As bad as our season was, it was fantastic to see the teams that were better than us in the division go out like that. Eagles, respectively, yeah. Cowboys, respectively, back-to-back games, it just and the way they ended it too. So I know it looks bad for the Giants. Hey, you could have draw a perfect Sunday that Sunday when those two teams went out, Carl. What's your thoughts on that? I mean, I know we suck. I get it, but the season they had, you know, they had better season. They went. They only lasted a week later. I loved it. Yep. Um. I, I guess, you know, I guess I had never really thought of it in, in that fashion going into the – I was just hoping for good football, you know, and all I know is on that, that first game, I think it was the Eagles game that were on, that was first that day before the Cowboys. Went, you know, by halftime I was already, you know, get, packing up and, and leaving the house. Like, I was just like, okay, well, this doesn't – like, I was uh, – me personally, I didn't really have any my, – my sort of rivalry mode had escaped when the playoffs came about because I was just sort of just like watching it, just watching it all play out. So I didn't really have any emotional, um, you know, ties 
you know, or hatred once, you know, once those two teams are playing. But as it turned out, the, the ending of, of, the, of, the, of the second game, you know, sort of made all <laughs> was, was, was a very sweet, um, sweet justice. Yeah. Wow. After C notes. Shout out to Carl, After man. Thanks. Dang. Final, final thought, bro. Yeah. Um, my final thought is, um, you know how the Rams picked up Von Miller and Odell, right? For this game, right. I think I think Odell is going to be a factor. I, to be honest, I think if the Rams going to win this game, Stafford needs to play the best football he ever played in his life, and Odell needs to have at least 10 catches for 100 yards to win this game. He's the X factor, I think, in this game. Now, it's not fair for Von Miller because they picked up Von Miller, right? So let's say the Niners right. win. They're going to be like, you know, oh, they picked up Von Miller. He didn't do shit for this game. But what people don't see is that he's the type of guy that he got to get to the quarterback. And Kyle Shanahan knows that. And Kyle Shanahan is not going to put the ball on Jimmy G's hands, probably in the beginning of the game. So Ron Miller is not going to be a factor in this game at all. You watch and see he's not going to be a factor because the Niners are going to make sure he's not a factor because they're going to run that ball. And so, but – but, but you know how the critics and everybody's going to talk about, oh, well, look, they got Von Miller. He didn't do nothing for this game. But what they don't see is that, you know, this is this Niners team is physical, man. They they are a physical team, and they're going to run the ball. Mm-hmm. Von Miller is not going to be a factor in this game. Last week, Von Miller looked good, right? Everybody, oh, shit, Von Miller looks good. Yeah, guess what? Every the McVay knew that Tom Brady didn't have Chris Godwin. He didn't have Antonio Brown. He didn't have a left tackle. So, yeah, of course he's, he better look good. He's a future Hall of Famer. Of course he's going to look good, and they took advantage of that. So, to me, I don't think Von Miller's going to take advantage of nothing in this game. And I just want to – and my final thought with the GM, like on what Carl was saying about, you know, about the late rounds and picking up players, you know, I'm cool with this GM because he look – the, look what they did with the Bills. Like, if you really think about it, they drafted good in the first round, but they really, really drafted good in the later rounds. And they picked up a lot, like Knox, Singletary, you know, Moss. So so I'm hoping, I have hope. I'm, ex- I'm excited about this GM because I think if he could bring that to the Giants and do what he did with the Bills and get, you know, these late draft picks, it's not about the first round, right? It's, it's about what you're going to pick up in the second, third, and fourth fourth round, you know? And that's why I think Gettleman didn't do a good job is in the late rounds. He just was garbage at it, you know? But that's my final <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> good, Dave. Hey, Boog in Brooklyn. Steve, I've already said all I can say about the 49ers-Rams um, game. I think the physicality, as Dave alluded to, actually, of the 49ers is going to win out here. Um, the Rams are going to be well prepared. They're a well-oiled machine in every phase of the ball. But I, so I think this is going to come down to the psychological part. And I just do not see the 49ers backing up. What I don't need, what doesn't need to happen, what doesn't need to happen for the for the Rams is, is these fuck ups. You know, Cam Akers fucking fumbling the ball. And what else happened? Uh, there's these little miscues with 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 um. Stafford and his stupid what, what was that 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 crazy snap that whenever those little things are going to kill the Rams if they if, if they choose to do those things in this game. Uh, the other one, well, I, I, I got to tell you, Carl is your fault, man. You making me so, so, sort of slide and change my mind on this on this AFC final, man. But uh, nah, look, we'll be all right. We'll be all right. I'll I'll, I'll stick with my pick of the Chiefs eking it out. Um, <laughs> listen. <laughs> Listen, thank, I want to thank Carl at C Notes and um, and Dave and for, for uh, doing their input for this wonderful show. Uh, check us out on iTunes, iTunes, iTunes Podcast Republic, Stitcher apps, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and check out the Bleed Blue Show fan page for everything with the videos and the pictures and the whole nine yards to see how ugly you look. If you have ever attended a, a, a tailgate or any other event, it will be really cool, and I'm going to give it to Azul right now. Yeah, we're out, man. We'll be back in two weeks for the Super Bowl prediction, man. Two weeks, two 
two Thursdays from now. Um, Sangresu, ladies and gentlemen, bleed blue. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your football, man. Bleed blue. Bleed blue. Go Giants. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blue, 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 blue,